this is Jamie Andelin, and you are listening to my podcast, Your Turn on Desire. I am a wife and a mother. I'm a women's sexuality coach, and I'm an intimacy advocate. But enough about me, because this podcast is all about you and helping you learn how to enjoy sex and look forward to sex in your marriage. Hello, friends. I really want this episode to be an introduction on just starting a conversation about pornography. I get messages from women all the time talking about finding out about their husband's porn usage or their husband's turning to porn. And there's all kinds of thoughts and ideas and feelings about pornography But I wanted to just start a conversation about it today because I think this will be really helpful for many men and women. And I do want to say that I realize that women can also turn to pornography, have pornography issues. It's not just men. But in this episode, um, I'm focusing on men who tend to have the higher desire in the marriage, the higher desire for sex in the marriage and turn to porn and the dynamic with their wives who tend to have a lower desire for sex in the marriage and them not knowing quite how to manage being in a relationship with someone who looks at porn and how this kind of plays into the, the sexual desire in a marriage. So our goal here in this podcast is to make the desire for sex between the husband and wife more equal so that it's not like one has a higher desire for sex and is always initiating and wanting it and the other is just like not wanting sex at all or is avoiding sex. We want to try to make this more equal. And I focus on really supporting the woman on how she can take responsibility for her sexuality and start to enjoy sex instead of avoid sex. And so in this podcast, I tend to give lots of tips and help to the woman so she can learn how to take responsibility for that part of her life and her relationship. And this tends to help increase her desire if she wants to and starts making sex something that isn't an issue, something that she is at peace with and crawling into bed at night with her husband is a peaceful, wonderful thing that she does instead of something that gives her anxiety. So that's what we're focusing on here. But I like to throw in some responsibility for the husbands as often as I can because true, good sexual relationships in marriage are very much linked to a, an ability to be intimate with another person, like our capacity to be intimate with another person. And that doesn't just include the physical act of sex, but is this whole range of the way we are being in our relationships, the life skills that we have as individuals, our abilities to handle emotions and the way we relate with our spouse and treat them. You know, all of this is coming into play when it comes to having a high desire marriage, a desire where sex is just great and not an issue 
I say this all the time. Sex can be a non-issue in your marriage. There are so many hard things to deal with in life. Sex doesn't have to be one of them in your marriage. I also believe that, you know, marriage in and of itself doesn't have to be hard. Life is hard. And when we learn how to handle life and develop the skills that give us the ability to handle life in, in great, productive, mature ways, marriage gets a whole lot easier. So with that being said, let's go ahead and just start talking about pornography in a way that I think will be helpful for you listeners. Thank you for being here. A recent study found that 82% of men look at porn regularly. The reason why I share this is I just want everyone to kind of take a deep breath and relax. Like your husband looking at porn is not like this crazy weird thing that only is happening to you. And that, that, with that being said, you know, I know that it's not always easy to manage and I don't want to diminish how you might be feeling about the porn usage, but I just want you to know that this is not a you problem and period. Like it's not a you problem. It's not a marriage problem. Okay. And we're going to go into this a lot more in the episode. Um, but I just wanted to put that out there. I hope that brings you some kind of, or piques your interest in some way in learning how to think about porn and think about porn in your marriage and think about your spouse in different ways that will be helpful and useful. So I would like to get a little bit more clear on what porn is and what porn isn't. I think we have confused porn to be forms of erotica and sensuality, but there is actually a difference. Many, many, many people, if not all women, need some kind of erotica in order to create arousal and desire for sex. But because we have sort of created an idea that everything that is erotic and sensual is porn, then some women are afraid to include erotica in her life with the purpose of creating arousal and desire and acting on that with her husband. This is frustrating for a few reasons, and I have a podcast episode coming about this soon. But for now, just open up to the idea that including sensuality and erotica in your life is not bad or wrong, and we all need it if we want to desire sex and have a healthy sexual relationship. There have always been sensual art forms, you know, throughout all times, and there's nothing wrong with this. Exploring and celebrating our sexuality is important to creating strong, thriving marriages and families. Celebrating healthy sexuality is a good, positive thing. Understanding our sexuality and integrating this part of ourselves into our lives makes us whole as women and men. This is important to our ability to thrive as individuals, and then also in our marriages. But porn, pornography, is a mutated expression of sexuality and true intimacy. I'll explain more of this when I share what men can do to stop porn usage. But porn is not erotica, and it really isn't true, truly, you know, an expression of sexuality and intimacy. It's just a mutated form of it. One of the main reasons that porn becomes such an issue is because it's this solitary, private, secretive, shameful choice that men take part in, can take part in. 
It also stimulates dopamine in the brain. So porn gives you a hit, a sort of high, and this is a pretty serious neurotransmitter to be messing with, but the the process of looking for porn and finding more porn, um, you're just actually stimulating more and more dopamine. And so you'll crave more of porn and less of being with a real actual human. And I think that is what creates a lot of problems with porn. And you won't develop the skills needed to truly love and choose being with another human being like uh, like your wife you know it's it's you're not going to learn the skills needed to create an intimate relationship a truly good just healthy positive sexual relationship with your wife if you're looking and turning to porn so you become reliant on more and more extreme versions of pornography just like if we were turning to excessive food, gambling, video games, these all cause the same brain changes that mimic addiction. And so in long-term pornography users, we're seeing this kind of like an addictive behavior. I, I'm not going to call porn an addiction, and that's like a whole new episode um, and conversation, but it, it can mimic and look like an addiction but you know what? So are our emotions. We have emotions in our bodies and we all have these like addictions in a sense, like habits. I guess it's more of a habit. Let's like refer to it as a habit. It can be a habit. And we can look at our habits and we can say, is this habit helping me in my life? Is it useful? Is it creating a result for me that I love and enjoy? Or is this habit not? And if it's not, it's a bad habit. And if it is giving you everything you ever desired in your life, then it's a good habit. And so for all of us, we can just take a look at our our choices, our behaviors, our our habits and say, is, is this working for me or is this isn't? And if you are a higher desire male in a marriage with a woman and you're looking at porn and you're lacking in the sex department, like you're feeling like the sex you're having with your spouse isn't good enough, or if it, you know, you wish your spouse wanted and desired sex more often and you're not feeling very loved and chosen in your marriage, then I would suggest taking a look at this porn habit as something that isn't helping you. So something to think about. Um, Porn actually rewires the neural pathways in your brain. So it's creating these very solid pathways that are dependent upon pornography to manage some of your emotions, to get fulfillment, you know, that kind of stuff. Porn definitely takes away from your ability to be intimate. And because our capacity for intimacy is what creates a high desire marriage between husband and wife, staying away from porn is a choice you'll want to make if a high desire being at peace in your sexual relationship is something that you want. Marriage doesn't fix a pornography issue though. I want to Just really emphasize this. Marriage doesn't fix a pornography issue. Also, marriage isn't really a sex problem. I'm going to pause there for a minute. Marriage, I mean, pornography isn't really a sex problem. When we frame porn, like think about porn as a sex problem or a marriage problem, 
Then the wife, upon realizing her husband turns to porn, starts making herself a problem. Because we have wrongly made porn a sex problem, then the woman may start thinking things like, I'm not like those women my husband's looking at. My body isn't like theirs. The way I am sexually isn't good enough or he wouldn't look at porn. And when we frame porn as a sex issue, then the husband can oftentimes think that if his wife desired sex more often, then he wouldn't need porn. When a husband turns to porn, this is usually a sign that he has an issue with his ability to be resilient through uncomfortable emotions. Like he doesn't know how to manage and handle uncomfortable emotions or he's seeking after hits or attachment of some kind and he's using porn to get that need filled. So he doesn't have the skills to deal with all kinds of emotions. Husbands use porn because he's seeking attachment. Porn gives him a hit like dopamine and satisfies an urge without having to go through feeling rejected. Avoiding rejection keeps him from being hurt, but then also causes him to numb out, which limits his ability to be truly intimate with his wife, which could be a huge reason why her libido is low. Lack of intimacy. Intimacy, by the way, is just truly knowing another person and being your real honest self with someone else and understanding and knowing them, truly knowing them and, you know, putting them in a position where they feel like they can truly be themselves. So you're just being honest with each other, truly being yourself with another human being. The responsibility of fixing the porn problem is not on the woman. We shouldn't shift the responsibility. A lot of women try to fix the porn problem when they found out their husband looks at porn. And I've heard it explained like this before, and I think it's a genius way to explain it. But framing porn as a sex problem and a marriage problem is like someone having a shoplifting problem or a stealing problem and then saying that if their spouse just filled their life with so much stuff, then they wouldn't need to steal anymore. A stealing problem is an individual issue that they need to take responsibility for. No matter how much the spouse filled their life with stuff, it wouldn't fix the fact that they turned to stealing to get a hit or to manage a worthiness issue they have. A porn problem will not be fixed with the partner trying to control the porn user. So no amount of checking in or all the things that wives think they need to do will fix the porn problem. No amount of being extra kind and supportive will fix the individual's porn issue. Just like if someone had a Diet Coke issue or a sugar issue or an alcohol issue or an overeating issue or a shopping issue, these all come from a need to mature and evolve our life skills as individuals. This is the same with porn. The individual has to choose to change their way of being, this habit they have, and that will only happen if we treat them like the adult that they are and allow them to figure it out and deal with it and take responsibility for it. A lot of times the pornography user will have a low investment in themselves and will underfunction in the relationship and the spouse will overfunction like make therapy appointments for them or set limits on their phone, you know, kind of control those sorts of things. 
you know if you're over-functioning and you know what you're doing. It's just good to be aware of this. Um, and this is not treating the person who looks at pornography like an adult. This is treating them like a child. And it's really important that we don't do that. But of course, this is still coming from the idea that a porn issue is a marriage issue. And it just isn't. And I hope that you can understand that. And we've talked about it in such a way so far that you can start to kind of scramble that idea in your mind and start to kind of grasp this porn usage being an individual's issue because they are not able to handle certain emotions. They want to avoid certain emotions. They have a hard time being a partner and collaborating with their spouse and really dealing with issues that happen between two people. And they would rather just control themselves and just turn to porn than having to actually collaborate and deal with a partnership in a marriage. So that, like they're avoiding uncomfortable emotions. They're avoiding actually having the life skills that will make a marriage more of a partnership and increase the intimacy in the marriage. This is not a marriage issue. This is an individual thing that needs to be looked at. I want to end this episode with a, some things that a husband can do if you're a husband listening, a wife can do if you're a wife listening to help kind of navigate the porn issue in a marriage. So I'm going to start with what the husband can do and then I'm going to end with what the wife can do. So what a husband can do, treat yourself like an adult and stop turning to porn to manage your emotions, like get help and support. Make your own appointments and have a higher investment in your own overall well-being. When I'm talking about making appointments, like find a therapist, find a support to really help you truly manage the underlying thing that is causing you to turn to porn. Um, turning to porn for a lot of men is seen as, you know, the junk food way of being by their women. This is what women report saying, like, it's just like they're, eh, it's like a low investment in themselves. It's like turning junk food. They see their husband turning to porn as a form of betrayal and an immature way of handling life. So it means you don't have to build resilience and perseverance to your wife's responses and then learn how to work with and collaborate with another human being who has their own feelings and wants and desires and responsibilities. When husbands turn to porn, it means they are only needing to deal with one person themselves and don't have to engage in real relationship dynamics. Wives are craving deep intimacy and the porn usage takes away from them and lowers their ability. So being an adult and kind of maturing your way of being in the relationship would mean like I'm going to start learning how to manage my own emotions. I'm not going to turn to my wife for validation. I'm not going to turn to pornography for validation. I'm not going to attach myself to pornography as a habit of, you know, so that I can avoid uncomfortable emotions, but I'm going to actually start dealing with the discomfort. I'm going to start being honest. I'm going to start accepting my wife's honesty. And we're going to really start learning how to navigate ourselves in this relationship. I'm going to learn how to be more intimate, you know, all those sorts of things instead of turning to porn. If your goal is to enjoy a marriage where both partners are at peace in their sex lives together, then 
not turning to porn and being willing to mature your relationship with your own emotions and your partner is very important. Something else you can do is replace porn usage with exercise and working out and also with quality human contact. Getting together with other guys and doing fun things, going on dates with your spouse that aren't connected to getting sex, but to really just engaging with another human and learning relationship skills like listening, serving, seeking to understand, being playful and lighthearted, learning how to let things go, learning, you know, what's worth like investing in, all that kinds of stuff. Like this is really important. These are the skills that will replace the porn usage. And then I wanted to end with what a woman can do. Treat your husband like an adult and let him take responsibility for his own emotions and his own choices. Expect him to be a partner. This takes a lot of belief work and mind management in order to believe that they are capable without maybe you don't have a lot of evidence that they are, but so you have to believe ahead of time. But they have to be treated and seen as an adult partner if they are going to have any chance of dropping the porn usage. As the wife, you can't make the porn usage go away. The only thing you can do is send a clear message to your husband that it is their responsibility to make the porn usage go away. The part of you that is hurt and feels betrayed needs lots and lots of love and self-respect from you. So much so that you start to feel uncomfortable and question, like, is this even allowed? Should I be loving myself this much? Yes, you should. Start focusing on your beautiful body and being in your body. Feel sensations. Your body is not an ornament, but it is a tool for you to experience everything you want to experience and a tool for you to figure out how to create the life you want. So give your body love. Enter into a love affair with yourself and your body. Do not neglect yourself. Make sure you are giving yourself everything you need. This might be kind of hard, but you also don't want to compare your body. As adults, we realize that there will be lots of beautiful women and lots of attractive people on this planet. All sorts of different beautiful and attractions and you're part of that. Every single woman is beautiful. The female form is a beautiful form. So get the help you need to support you in this. It isn't that easy in application to stop comparing. So, like when you're dealing with comparison and betrayal, these emotions are hard to deal with alone. So let your spouse take responsibility for their part and you get the support and the help you need to take responsibility for your part in caring for your beautiful, wonderful soul. And husbands, you are also a beautiful, wonderful human being. We are all imperfect. There really isn't any harsh judgment around pornography in my mind. It's just a habit someone has formed and a way of dealing with the hard parts of life that we all deal with. Someone may have a porn usage and someone else may have an overeating you, you know, usage or habit. And we need to start seeing these behaviors as, you know, things we do to handle being a human on this planet. It is really hard sometimes. And we weren't taught 
how to deal with our emotions. We weren't taught how to deal with a lot of these hard things. And we weren't taught how to have a truly intimate relationship with another human being in a marriage or else marriage would be super easy. <laughs> and so because we weren't taught all these things, you know, we tend to turn to things to help us and they're not really helping us, but they end up creating more issues in the long run. You know, turning to porn isn't actually easier because it's creating more issues. So a lot of people will say that it's just easier, but it actually isn't because in the big picture, it's easier to be at peace with ourselves. It's easier to be at peace in our marriages. And we're going to be doing work no matter what. Either we have to do the work of turning to porn or managing our spouse's porn addiction or whatever, trying to control things, or we have to do the work of taking responsibility for our own selves in who we are on this planet, creating, you know, making decisions to to have behaviors that will create the results we want in our lives. Either way is work. And you might as well do the work that's going to create the amazing, thriving life that you want in relationship with this other person that you've chosen to be with for your whole life. You might as well do the work that helps you be at peace when you go to bed at night with each other. In my mind, this is the best feeling in the world and is worth the work. It's hard at first because it's different to make these changes. It's different, but it is good, wholesome, wonderful work that you can do. And both of you, no matter who you are in the relationship, should be offering yourself lots of compassion and not um, shaming each other because shame will just create more of a chance that y'all are going to choose the bad habit over taking responsibility for your lives. So yes, we can be loving and we can be supportive. We can take responsibility for ourselves. We can be equally functioning instead of one being over-functioning and the other one under-functioning. We can have investment in ourselves, like a good investment in ourselves. We can be invested in our spouses. We can stop making porn a marriage issue and a sex issue and start just making it an individual issue, finding the underlying core problem that is causing us to turn to the bad habit. And then learning how to deal with that core issue in different ways that will give us the the deeper intimacy that we want in our in our relationships with ourselves and our partners. So this was a good quick conversation on pornography, and there are so many other episodes we could make and so many other conversations we can have, but I really hope that this kind of opens your mind a little bit offers you some things to start working on and start focusing on so you can feel like you're doing something instead of just like sitting there not knowing what to do or being in a shame cycle or feeling really bad or comparing yourself or whatever it is that you're feeling like start taking steps in a different direction in the right direction in the direction you want to go take responsibility for those things I'm sending you so much love and support you can do this Thomas, you are super capable. Thank you for being here. Love, Jamie.